Welcome to Figuring It Out, a podcast to help you master your craft, solve some of life's challenges, and find joy in your personal and professional life. My name is Kevin England. I am a proud father, a lifelong entrepreneur, and the CEO of Vonazon, a digital marketing, advertising, and media agency in Southern California, serving clients worldwide. In each episode, we'll share heartfelt stories and practical advice from myself and other amazing guest speakers. So let's dive right in and figure it out together. So before we start, though, I wanted to notice our surroundings. They have changed. Um, before, in the last few episodes, I was shooting directly from my desk, and we decided to you know, put together a, a little office space that was a conference room. We've now turned it into a little podcast room, bought ourselves a cute little couch, and are kind of moving forward with that. It's going to change over time, so we're going to add little things, pictures, and all the other good stuff, so it won't be so darn boring. Anyways, <laughs> here's our new space. Um, in my last episode, I introduced you to a new element called the move your feet moment. I challenged you to take one or more actions that we discuss relating to company culture and report back. And since I want this show to be like collaborative in a learning experience between both you and myself, I promised that I would do the same thing and we did. So I want to start this episode by reflecting on our experience. One of the areas that we talked about in the last episode, which was how to create an amazing company culture, was about having fun together. And remember, that was just one of the many things that we discussed, but that's what we chose. And the reason why is because this year especially, people have felt more disconnected than ever before and really need the experience that bonds us to each other. So last Friday, we shut down our office at one o'clock in the afternoon. We catered lunch for the entire staff. And during the lunch, we surprised them with a bonding experience, a team bonding experience. It was a scavenger hunt. Our HR manager and our marketing manager got together and had already done the work by separating our staff into different teams. They put together about 20 different quests. They used this really cool online application as like a point system and then they set a time frame of about two hours for everybody to complete everything on the list. The winners, of course, were going to receive prizes based on different categories, which made it a little bit more extra fun. Um, and then the hunt was limited to really no further than about a half mile around our office and included these really fun, cool quests like taking pictures at the end of our pier, toasting random crowds of people, playing leapfrog in the park, and then finding these strange objects at different stores and locations throughout our city. It was really cool, a lot of fun. I gotta tell you, and I, and I, I hear the team as they're returning, they're coming up the stairs, they're out of breath, and they're literally laughing hysterically. The cool thing for me, not only that, was that I also got to watch their antics via the app, you know, through like pictures and video, and it was just a lot of fun to be able to watch. I also felt this sense of pride, knowing that our company was able to facilitate these memorable experiences and moments for adult workers that kind of brought out the kid in all of us. <laughs> um, and it's times like these and events like these that cultivate relationships between employees and help to enhance collaboration and communication, which is something that's extremely important in any organization. All right, that was my experience. I hope to hear a little bit more about yours. Now, let's move on to today's topic. So, so far, you know, the past episodes, we've talked about, you know, how to enhance and support our work environment. But what about the flip side? What about the personal side? Today, I want to talk about family, especially work-life balance. You know, and that's something that I think, uh, you know, us as entrepreneurs, business leaders, and even employees have a tendency to forget about. 
you know? And it's so easy to do that, especially in today's world where we're working from home in most cases. And in fact, since March 2020, 50% of Americans are now basically looking at their home as their full-time office space. And if you talk about how we're blurring work and family together, well, this is it. This is the time. It's happening all over the place. I mean, couples are having to share the kitchen table and alternate hours in a bedroom that was converted into an office. You know, and parents, you know, are having to juggle childcare and remote schoolwork while still trying to stay productive with their own work. Bloomberg says that um, this pandemic has almost obliterated the work-life balance. And then there was a study by Paychex, that payroll company, that found that 42% of employees with children are burnt out trying to balance careers and childcare. I gotta tell you, I'm very glad that I don't have to do that because I don't know if I could have done it. You know, um, you, what you are dealing with, with having to balance childcare and being home with the kids as well as work, it's truly a challenge. And I feel for each of you that might have to be doing that. So what does this really all mean? Well, it means that we need balance more than ever before. But we also need a new way, you know, to look and to view our personal versus our professional lives. And I can tell you this from firsthand experience as I went through this process as I've grown a multitude of different businesses. If you remember in my first episode, my first business was born out of the necessity, you know, to take care of my very quickly growing family. I was 20 years old, finishing school and expecting my first child. But I knew I had this talent and this passion that would allow me to make a difference. I mean, I was very fortunate enough to have an incredibly supportive wife who cheered me on, you know, in my work environment, but also encouraged me to make the time, to take the time for my family. She was and is truly amazing. And without her, I would not have the work-life balance that I do today. This is how my day would start. It would start at 4.30 in the morning with about a half an hour in-home workout. And then immediately after, I would start working. And until my kids were up and around and ready for school. And my job was to drop them off at school on my way to the office. Now, I'd go through my day, and in most cases, you know, I would come home uh, that night for dinner and even was able to read my kids, you know, stories before to bed. But then again, it started. I started work again. So as they fell asleep, I started back through the whole cycle again, working again until literally the next day and going through the same process again, over and over again. And despite getting very little sleep, I gotta tell you, I truly loved every minute of it. <laughs> Um, on the weekends, I was there for every sports event, family event, and anything else that would come up throughout the week. Now, amid managing, you know, a family of four kids during this process, my youngest daughter and I would frequently travel across the country and in many cases out of the country for her hockey career, which really, it started at the age of three, but she didn't start traveling until eight or nine years old and that lasted all the way through high school. And this is where I learned, you know, the balance between my personal and my professional life and why this was so important. You know, I now have so many great memories, but that would have been lost if I would only focused on my business and my career. So today, what I want to do is I want to share with you my advice on how you can create your ideal balance. So as we fast forward to today, I have helped to raise four incredible children. I have founded multiple successful businesses and helped hundreds, thousands of companies grow. 
And I'm still working those long hours with the same goals and passion that I began my journey with so many years ago. So the question we have to ask ourselves is how do we as entrepreneurs, leaders, and career-focused individuals find the ideal balance between our personal and our professional lives? Well, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to stare down and eliminate the false belief that it can't be done and that you can't have a balance between your work and your, and your life without actually sacrificing one or the other. And there's a lot of thinking out there that basically suggests that. You know, and, I, and in my opinion, it's just not true. And there's a theory, and this theory is called the four burners theory, for example. And it asks you to imagine your life as a gas stove with four burners. Burner number one is your family. Number two is your friends. Number three is your health and well-being. And number four is, is work. All right, so here's the catch. It all says that in order to be successful, you have to turn off one burner. And to be really successful, you have to turn off two. Okay, I find that to be ridiculous. You do not have to sacrifice your family, your friends, your health and well-being in order to pursue your passion and to support your work environment. I mean, sure, you know, you might have to focus on one burner over the other one given day or time, but, you know, your job as a emotionally healthy, responsible human being in business and in life is to keep all those burner going. And the way to do that is to have some of them on high, we'll use the theory, right? Some on high, some on medium, and some on, thim, uh, on simmer. But nevertheless, they're all still going, right? So how do we do this? How do we do that? Well, what's the alternative to the four burners theory? Well, I'm gonna call it the feels framework. Don't try to Google it, because I just made it up. It's F-E-E-L-S. All right. Okay. So the F in the feels framework is first find your fuel. What motivates you to work those long hours every day? Well, for many of us, including myself, it's my family. They are the reason for getting up every morning, working those long hours, and then coming home at night to be with them. Your family, whether, whatever you have children or not, are the people that also often know you the best. They will lift you up on the days when you're exhausted and face those challenges of work and business ownership, if that's your situation, or for those of you who are just extremely career-oriented. My family has watched me work so hard, and because I have valued their support and have made them a priority in my life, they have been extremely supportive. Again, find your fuel. It will propel you through the good times and the bad times. It did for me. The first, the E in, uh, you know, is, in the fields framework is engage and learn. Another reason why I totally disagree, you know, with trying to keep your personal and your professional lives or work lives separate is that I'm constantly amazed how much I have learned from my wife and my kids. And even now, as my children are adults, you know, they push me to be the best that I can be. And when I fall short, and sometimes I do, they have no problem in telling me. So I would really suggest that you share your successes, your frustrations, and your ventures with the people who will support you the most because it will be an emotionally wonderful situation. You know, having those conversations also with your family can give you even a new, you know, perspective on some type of situation that might be happening in your work environment. And it will help you to step outside, you know, what it means to just be the manager 
the leader or the boss. Okay, the second one, the second E is eliminate distance. <laughs> you guys are probably laughing. Oh, what do you mean? The bedroom to the kitchen table. There's not a lot of distance there. I get it. I get it. But the world's going to change a little bit. We are going to go back to somewhat of a normal type of environment. I would suggest that you minimize your commute as much as possible. In today's world, of course, that's not that difficult. You know, but living close to your office really allows you to quickly get home for those little moments such as dinner and story time, right? You know, it, the, the, the less time you spend going from point A to point B, the easier it will be, be, be able to maintain your balance and avoid unnecessary time spent commuting or on the road. It also allows you, which is important, to get more sleep. You know, and what hardworking person doesn't need more sleep? And I'll give you a little bit of insight on what I did. I founded um, Vanazon in Simi Valley, California, which was very close to my home, my family, where I raised my kids. When the company ultimately moved to Ventura, so did I. And for those of you who, who now are working home every day, right, I know this, this task is easy, but now there's got to be a little flip to that. And I'm going to switch it around on you a bit um, because you want to break up the monotony a little bit. So my suggestion is that, you know, you uh, work sometimes from a coffee shop or a co-work space and eventually you'll be able to do that as time goes on so that you can maintain a really positive work-life environment. The L in the fuels uh, framework is learn to trust. Lean on others and trust your employees, your team, your departments, and those that you're working with on a regular basis. And the way to do that is hiring the right people who you can trust and who you can delegate the workload and who can support the day-to-day work-life balance or the operations of your business and the work that you're performing on a regular basis. Choosing people who also truly embody your mission will help you lighten the load. You know, it will also provide you with the peace of mind that you need to leave work, sometimes at the office, so that you can truly be present for those little moments that are so important in our lives. Another thing is fostering a really positive company culture that we discussed literally in the last episode plays a huge role in helping everyone, you know, to have a better work-life balance. And think about that, you know, everyone in your organization having a better work-life balance, being able to trust each other is going to be such an important part for each other and create a better culture. You know, if you create that culture, it's going to promote trust, communication, collaboration, and you and allow you to delegate with confidence and allow your team to delegate to each other with confidence when things actually do get overwhelming, and they do depending on the situation that you're dealing with. You know, and it'll give you that peace of mind allowing you to step back a little bit and spend a little extra time with other things in your lives. The S in this process is schedule self-care. Of course, I had to get to that one, right? Be sure to take care of yourself. You know, fatigue, stress, burnout are three of the most common and dangerous things for entrepreneurs, leaders, and managers. You know, you have to check in with yourself regularly, you know, because that's an incredibly important thing to do. Prioritize time for yourself and things that you absolutely love to do. You know, so over the years, just to give you some insight, I've developed this passion for woodworking. This hobby gives me this channel to push out stress and frustrations, and it gives me this great way to make something and be creative in my own way. It's so cool just to pop in the headphones and just, you know, 
zone out on, on being creative and making something. And it really helps me to eliminate stress in my environment. And, and it's great for focusing time and energy also away from my office and unwind. And the reason why we do that is because your mental and physical health can play such a huge role in how well you perform every day and how much um, you know, work you can actually accomplish. While having a healthy work-life balance can, of course, take a lot of stress away, it's not the only important factor in, in, in taking care of yourself. So you have to think about that, you know, and, and, and imagine it from this analogy. You know, let's say you bought a new car and you decide, you know, to at the beginning to work on it. But then over time, you know, you forget things like oil changes and stuff like that, you know, and really taking care of the car the way it's supposed to. Well, what's going to happen? It's going to deteriorate. It's going to break down. It's going to lose its value. Well, the same goes for people. We do the same thing. You know, if we don't take proper care of ourselves, we will become, it will become harder and harder to get where we want to be. And the same thing goes over time, deteriorate, break down, <laughs> and lose our value. And that's something that we definitely don't want to happen. So here's like a little bonus, maybe a little maintenance program for greater work-life balance. And also another, another acronym. <laughs> Maybe I should have called this episode the Work-Life Balance Acronym Episode. Um, so <laughs> let's circle back to those neglected burners that we talked about in the beginning. I have always had <laughs> this issue with time. So I want each of us to take back control of time, and we're going to use that acronym, T-I-M-E. And so the T is take inventory. The I is implement change. The M is make a commitment, and the E is enjoy and adjust. So we'll talk about the T, take inventory. Look at your priorities through the lens of the four burners, right? And how much time you're actually spending on each of them. Now, you can't admit that there's an actual problem and that things have become unmanageable without backwards reflection. So you want to review your calendar of the last month and write it all down. Now, for me, it's, it's all in Outlook. Um, I have added some of my personal tasks, many of my personal tasks through that and also through my mobile device, but many people write these things down. Whatever works for you, do that. You will be surprised as you look back at where the balance of your time actually really goes. You know, if you feel there's a misalignment, and you probably will, you'll have to reallocate your time to whatever burner, right, you know, you decide actually needs your attention. And then this is where the I comes in, implement, change. Now set aside you know, that these blocks of time based on the four burners, and let me kind of reiterate those four burners. Remember, that's family, friends, health and well-being, and work. So whatever areas you feel need more attention, so what you've done is you've now taken your time over the last month, you've bucketized that information, you put them under, I don't care if you use an Excel spreadsheet or what you're going to do, but do that. And then now, for the next month, Stick these things on your calendar for the next month. Things like spending one-on-one -on -one time with a significant other or a child, you know, um, or exercising, hobbies, you know. Uh, how about just like a simple lunch date with a friend, you know. Um, th those types of things. Put them onto your calendar and schedule them. Keep in mind that your mental and physical health can play such a huge role in how you perform and how well you can accomplish so many of these different tasks. I want to, I, I, I do this, so just want to give you some insight, um, and don't judge me for it. <laughs> I have to schedule time to call my dad once a week, 
I don't know if he knows that. Maybe now he does. Um, but that's okay because if I didn't schedule the time, I wouldn't call him. And, but when I do call him, um, it's a great experience for both of us and allows us to stay connected on a weekly basis. So these are the kinds of things that I would suggest you put in your calendar so that you make time for some of those really important things. The M in the time um, analogy is to make a commitment. Make a commitment to yourself because there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be time when you lose motivation. And that's okay. Trust me, I've been there. In fact, I think I'm there right now. You know, I haven't worked out, insight, I haven't worked out regularly for over a year. And I think I've literally packed on the COVID-19, and it's not the virus, it's the 19 pounds of staying stagnant for the last eight months. You know, I feel like I need to turn on one of those burners and sit on it. And so it lights a fire under, you, you, you get the picture, right? All right. So one way to push through these times is to make a commitment to yourself. And then here's this, share it with somebody else, share it with a friend, share it with a significant other. Because when we share it with other people, we feel now a bigger responsibility to not to let them down. And also they will help to encourage us and support us in the tasks that we're trying to accomplish. And then lastly, the E, enjoy and adjust. At the end of each month, take stock of all the positive things and moments that you've experienced by, you know, by reprioritizing your time based on those four different burners. And now I want you to write down the feelings, the emotions, and what you actually have gone through. And be sure to include all the great things that you felt. I mean, did you, did you feel optimistic, energized, hopeful, excited? How did you feel throughout that process? And take note of even the tiniest little changes you know, as you've achieved that ideal balance for yourself. Okay, so as we wrap up, I think I wanna, I think I've given you a lot of information to consume. But again, we have one of these move your feet moments. And this is where I want you to, you know, challenge you to carry out one of these ideas and report back. I think this is super important and I'm gonna do the same thing. So whatever you choose, you know, I want to hear from you about what your journey was and how you achieved a better work-life balance so that we can all learn in the process. So until next time, remember that you're not alone. We are all here to help each other. And as always, keep figuring it out.